Hey guys, just wanted to share a message from our sponsor. Anchor is the easiest way to make a podcast. Anchor gives you everything you need in one place for free, which you can use right from your phone or computer. The creation tool allows you to record and edit your podcast so it sounds great. They'll distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard everywhere. Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and many more. You can easily make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. Download the Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. That's anchor.fm. So you just finished your audition. What do you do now? We'll talk about it. Acting Class Weekly with legendary character actor Sean Whelan. Lessons, tips, and insight into the craft and business of acting from a man who's been directed by the likes of Spielberg, Eastwood, Tim Burton, Ang Lee, Michael Bay, Wes Craven, Tom Hanks, and many more of Hollywood's A-List. He is 30 years an actor and your professor, Sean Whelan. Okay, let's get the elephant out of the room. Why the nice blue shirt that highlights the eyes but with the muted black jacket because listen this is kind of serious information today because ooh, i love the music i like it a lot i was just thinking i kind of wish it yeah it's very loud i wanted to keep going very exciting uh but play it again sam (laughs) play it again sam but i felt like this was kind of serious information because this is the time that the actor can spiral even more than before because of what did I do wrong? What did I say? Could I do it differently? Oh my God, am I going to get it? You know, when will I hear? Checking, you know, waiting for the phone call, checking, you know, uh, texts all the time to see if it moved forward. You know, this Mm -hmm. is the time that's really serious. Um, So I did the serious jacket with the blue shirt and I was going to do the blue jacket and the blue shirt, but I, I brown eye shamed you last time, and you pointed that out. Really rude. So I, did, I felt I didn't think I would do that again. I will do it again. I hate a brown eye shaming. I will do it again, but it, this today wasn't the day. As they said in Game of Thrones, not today. Not today. Not today. So uh, that's what we're going to be talking about is how to handle that space of time after you've left to take control of what you can take control of and obviously let go what you can't. So, but before we do that, as always, we're going to get into Sean's week. And uh, here we go. One, two, three. Sean's week. Wow, there was a little, like, on the week he came in. You it just was, dropped in on the week. It was like week. an operatic. It was. It was kind of Bugs Bunny-ish. I kind of liked it. I loved Very it. good. I Very don't good. even know if it was Jeff. Yeah, I don't even know. We don't know. But uh, as you're trying to figure out who we all are here and who is making all those weird sign- sounds, uh, Miss Phenomenal, as always, Roxy Stryer. That is me. I am she. And Mr. Funtabulous in the booth, Mr. Jeff Graham. High note. Guys, I had nothing to do with that noise. I don't know either. I think a spirit entered the studio oh, and stop it. jumped in on the... Uh, stop it. I'm trolling, but Sean, I'm very excited <laughs> for today's right. show. I think the experience of auditioning, granted it's specific to actors, yeah. um, relates to writers and directors and producers as well, because pitching... I pitching think, is very exactly. similar. So I'm really, really excited about today's show. Yeah, yeah, and on how to handle it. I know pitching stuff is a little different in some ways, and the, the way they kind of talk about things in the room is a little more common in pitching than it is in auditioning, unfortunately. Uh, So it gets a little more nerve-wracking. 
usually if they don't say anything in the room in a pitch, then, uh, you know, it's it's yeah, not as not good. A good place, it's not a great yeah. spot. Mm-hmm. At least you have some idea. And auditioning, you, a lot of times you have literally none. So um, to get into my week, I had two auditions after the show last week. I had one in person that went really well. I had a really nice time. I've just been blessed with really great casting directors who read well give you the space to move around. You know, if you've listened to my audition uh, podcasts here on this show, I say, you know, try to take control of the space. But when they give you freedom of the space to move around, so great. Um, Did another one with Amy. Rough. She was really tough on you. Always rough. I'm sorry. But she said, listen, let's do it later at night. Bad idea. She and I both got into a giggle fit that it took us... 15 minutes to get out of. We were just, we could not get through a take without laughing. And everyone goes, what were you laughing? It's, we're late and tired. That's it. And, you know. And so you're- hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. We get through that, and we're related, and, so and that causes laughter. But then she, you know, then she was obviously harsh when it was time to, you know, once we got to work, she would stop me and say, you know, no, do it again. No, yeah, I didn't like it. I let's do it again. You saw her last night. Yeah. Uh, she's she's going to be brutal. Well, you guys are sticking to a thing, and you're not sticking yeah. to your end of it, Sean. So I'm not surprised she's brutal on yeah. you. Yeah, we have a little exercise Stick routine to your that goals. we're sticking to. So we're, we're kind of motivating slash shaming each other on our exercise goals. Um, so that was really fun. And then uh, it was a big creative week for everyone in the uh, Acting Class Weekly studio. You had a nice little pitch meeting yesterday. Is that correct? Are you not going to high-five me? Oh, I thought you were saying me, like I'm the one who had it. No, me is back here. When you lean forward, clearly with your hand, like that, this, the, Jeff, the, Jeff, the description of the lean forward is much further than the actual what lean forward was. What do you think? toughie, Sean, but as someone who's been in the position of being left hanging before, yeah, I'm Team Roxy here. Then, All right. I okay. put my hand, you said we've had, and I went like, high five. I feel the high five should, should cross this line, this my barrier. My arms aren't that long. But you could reach out like Look that. at me reaching. All right. If I'd right. done this, would it have helped? Yes. I got to be honest. like a hand gonna... in your face, Sean. Yeah, I don't know. I'm, I'm getting defensive and, and, and wishy-washy. I messed up. <laughs> I'll just take it. That was a bad audition on your part, Sean. It was a bad part, audition Sean. on Let my part. But tell us about your... Uh, just a, a good a good week. We had stuff going on, or you had stuff going on with Crust that yes. I was happy to be a part of. Yes. Um, I don't know what you are are not deciding to say about that. No, I, 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 I will say that last night, and I was. This is the most exciting thing about today's episode for me because I bit my tongue. Um, I went. Roxy came and did a reading with me for my short film now. Short film, half hour, thirty minute of crust. It's my horror comedy. 
I thought of a part for Roxy when we were we worked on it a little bit last week in coaching. And I knew, listen, if you, the way you position these things, you go, oh, I'm just going to bring in a friend to read, you know? And then I said, oh, I, I, you know, but I told my friends, I said, oh, I like, I, I like it for this part. Curious what you think. My friends are the producers. And we had a uh, really good read. She made us laugh. So we went Thank out for you. drinks. And uh, I would like to offer you the role of Rhonda and Crust if you would like to are accept you, it. Are you being serious being on here? Because it would be a really mean joke. Yes. Oh, my God, Sean. <laughs> now you'll unfive me? Now, <laughs> Absolutely, without a doubt. Um, that would be awesome. That is so great, Sean. We would what love to have What a moment we you. just had. Isn't that if nice? If we kept together a sizzle reel of our story one day, Sean, this yes, will be part of it. Yes, this will be the moment. This wow. will be the moment. No, Jeff, that's... are you crying for me in the booth? It was. It's a very cool moment, guys. I mean, sure yeah. to get the wide shot so we could see some nice high fives. <laughs> that is so awesome. I have to send you it, Jeff, so you can see Good, the so part because her part expanded. the 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 part that was in the original was just a small section in the feature, and then this it expanded. And uh, yeah, they did. They liked her, and they and they said, "Listen, they it wasn't. It was kind of weird because when I talked about it, they go, oh, yeah.'" Oh, yeah, of course. Is that what you want? And I go, yeah. And they go, yeah, of course. She was awesome. She brings so many great things to the table. That's great. And yeah. Talay, who you guys were connecting a little bit, awesome. she goes, I just I just love that she's forward thinking and has great ideas. And that's super helpful. And their number one thing, and we're going to have uh, my friend uh, Doug in next week who teaches a production class and short film writing class and stuff. And this is Jason and Talay's edict as producer. They say, you know, you only want in an independent movie people who truly want to be there. Right. People who appreciate the experience, people who will be helpful and really want to be there. And, uh, and that's so you, cool, Sean. That's you. I'll, so, I listened. And you did a really good job. Like, she, Jeff. She nailed it last night. I had a good like, acting coach. She nailed it. I've it done was... plenty of table reads with Rox, and I will say she is a great cold reader. That's yeah. one thing I will always, always say about Roxy Stryer. This yeah. is a, this is a yeah. really fun part. I can't wait for them to see. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a very She's fun wild. little weird movie, and uh, yeah, it's really fun, and it's a great and it's it's a great part. It's for been you, interesting so. every time we've done a read, Sean, um, or any iteration, the different parts that I laugh at, even after like I'm picking up new things yeah, every time. Things. I don't know if you. There was one yeah. line you did that killed me last night. Right, right, right. I can't right. tell the people Can't that. really talk about, but so I know which one you're talking about. Yeah. So I was, I, really I didn't job. say anything when you texted this morning. I was like, nope, I'm going to wait till we're on the air. Oh, yeah. So, I texted after the. What did she do, guys? She sent the thank you note, mm -hmm. the appropriate thank you note. Yes, we're friends. We work together on this podcast, but it's still appropriate and was very. Uh, respectful, and I really appreciate it, but it was really hard. Like, oh I, my god, I can't believe it. It was that. really hard not to do we it. Just I was talked like, I could for a half hour outside. I was not gonna tell you until we got in here. That's so. amazing. I'm, yes, I'm glad. So, I thought that was really fun. Thanks, Sean. So, with all this excitement, we still have to get down to business, guys, and, and help us grow this show on After Buzz. So, what do you have to say about that, Roxy? Well, for all of your TV after show content, for shows like this, Acting Class Weekly, for anything television television related or like we do here tips tricks if you want to be an actor after buzz tv is the place to go but everybody's always asking us you bring us all of these things what can we do for you well, i'll tell you what you guys can do for us rate comment subscribe why do those things matter sean they matter because it helps was, i was gonna tell them it was like a, a, a theoretical uh, a hypothetical you're such a good actress i thought it was a good question what's that word when uh, it's a, rhetorical. A, rhetorical. It was rhetorical. It was a rhetorical question. Well, you can answer 
it if you want. Well, it helps us boost visibility on the sites that we're on. Yeah. Really good. You've picked up a thing or two since doing this show. I'm listening. I like that you are not only the host, but also a fan then of AfterBuzz. So yes, it definitely boosts our visibility, but also now we know what you guys want to talk about. So when you leave a comment, I know what parts you want from Sean's week or what you want to know about his story from the set. We have a couple of requests that I saw from last week that I can give you later on to do stories from the set, but that's really helpful for us. And thumbs up, five star. It only takes you guys a second to do, and it really means a lot to us and it helps grow the community so that more people come in here. I told you guys that I'm pulling comments every single week from both iTunes and YouTube to give a few shout outs. Uh, and this one I thought was interesting because it was crust related. Wow. Uh, this was a comment about crust from a YouTube comment coming from GNJK who said, Very cool to hear crust news. I'm not an actor, but I still found this. Very interesting, cool. which we really appreciate. Yeah. So already getting the buzz out there about crust. Yeah. Uh, how awkward would me reading that comment have been had you said that I did not get the part? <laughs> so very, a little bit, little bit. very glad to hear that. Uh, and we even have a question in here from somebody. So if we have time towards the end of the episode, okay. I will ask you this question because we want to make sure we're getting to people's questions, comments, concerns. Sure. Uh, those fellow actors out there. So maybe if we have time at the end, we can get to that. Okay, so uh, let's jump into our topic this week, oh, the which music. is the music's so good. What a yeah, it is. That's it's so good, and it sounded just a little, a little bit better today, didn't it? Everything's a little brighter when little, you just book something. Brighter Sean. when you just book a fun little thing. Everything's a little brighter. So, okay, um, let's just go. You're in the room. You've said, like I've told you confidently, thank you very much. Leave. A uh, little bit of a overlap to just to go over this. So the room being the audition. The room being the audition room with the casting director. Mm-hmm. You walk out and remember, this is the uh, um, iteration of doing it with a casting director on tape, which is ninety percent of them. And a lot of people are doing producers on tape. Saves the producers a ton of time to not walk across, you know, from the writing room and sit in the room. You know, they'll only do that on really big callbacks. And a lot of times now they're just booking on tape. It's just easier for them. So uh, you walk out, you throw that away. Yeah, I told you this before. Throw it away. Get rid of it. Mentally or you're talking about physically or physically. Both. Okay. Both. Throw the the sides away as soon as you can. I don't want you picking them up and looking at them. I don't want you going, oh, did I nail this line? You know. The only time I've done that is when I've, like, nailed an audition and I go, I want to look at it again and go, that was fun. But then I'll throw it away. Throw it away. Even if you think you might get a callback, you just... Then when people say, like, but what if I get a callback? Well, then you're going to have it physically sitting there staring at it. You have the original email. You're going to get the new material sent to you anyway. Forget it. Just get rid of it. Toss it. Toss it and don't obsess about it. You can't, you know, if you want to take a minute or two in your car to say, okay, I could have done this a little better. I could have done that a little better. I could have done, um, maybe made this choice a little better. Okay, but not longer than a minute because longer than a minute is... Ruminating. That's correct. So we don't want to ruminate on what went wrong. Obviously, I love ruminating on what went right. So you want to ruminate on what went right? That's great. But still, don't obsess. Move on with your day. As I said, always plans afterwards have something to do great now if you have 
people of any kind in your world, let them know how it went. They usually want to know. So, so is that, that means a coach, a manager, an agent? That's exactly what I was going to say. Yes, a coach. If you have my people call me, I always say call your agents, but call me. I am a coach that wants to learn from what is happening right now out there in all the casting rooms. So it helps me learn you, where you are, and how I can help you, my client, and me, what's going on out in audition land. So contact me. I will always text my agent and manager and just say, seem to go really well. You know, just a quick little thing. 90% of the time they're going to go, okay, or fine, or, you know, and just let them know it went okay. Why are you messaging your manager or agent? They just want to know you made it on time and you got in there and you did the best job you could and you felt like it went okay. So there's If you're no... somebody who's auditioning two to three times a week, Sean, you're saying every time afterwards. That, okay, so that, for me, the coach, absolutely. I want to know every time. Manager and agent is their discretion. They might say I'm too busy. You know, my manager, Gary, got really, really busy. He some new ventures. And I used to call him all the time. Now I just text and just say, hey, it went really, really well. Only if something goes wrong do you really have to reach out. Let's say they say, don't text me at all unless something goes wrong. So I've had this happen. We have it happen. If some, If you really think it did not go well. What does that mean? That means that let's say you were nervous you flubbed the line. Uh, it, it, you knew you didn't do your part. So when you say something went wrong, Sean, you don't mean you didn't show up on time. You couldn't find the place. No, uh, the, no, I'm they talking said something about, really rude to you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, well, if they said something really rude to you, that it definitely is something to pass on. I'm this context. What I'm talking about is if you know you didn't do at all close to what you wanted to do for some reason flubbing a bunch of lines being so nervous that you're shaking which I talked about and listen to my podcast about that about uh, dealing with rejection you know you know something's really wrong so what you want to do is what I did is call my manager and say you know it didn't go very well right and They'll usually ask you, what do you mean? Because they know that sometimes we're more self-critical and can exaggerate things. And so I would say, you know, no, it really went bad. And I could tell it when it went bad. There was a big movie that I went out on and I knew it. And the guy even said, like, you're, you're, you're too nervous. You're not getting. And it was because I didn't believe the direction they were giving me made any sense. So it, it messed me up. But. He was, it was obvious it was bad. It wasn't really good. So I called my manager. I told him, and then instead of dwelling on the negative, this is why I love my manager, Gary, who we're going to have in here someday. But he <laughs> he uh, said, all right, we're going to call them and say, listen, he doesn't feel like he went really well, blah, blah, blah. He talked to the casting director. The casting director said, listen, I'm leaving town. I'm going to go see the director. And he said, can I have him put it on tape? And he said, yes. And he goes, just give me the direction he wants. He gave me the specific notes again. I put it on tape. And the uh, casting director, his response, which Gary sent to me, said, I'll be happy to show this to the director. Feeling, you know, that's going to move forward. So we kind of could repair the damage. Um, the other thing you could do 
is um, if you can get back in the room. Possibly they'll say, you know what, it was a bad day. Sean knows he can do better. It was really bad. Do you have time to squeeze in? It's, that's a little more rare. It's probably more likely that you'll get a, a tape request so they can do it at their discretion. But Sean, are you doing this all the time? No. This guy's... Uh, okay. I literally put on this thing, and I didn't read it, and probably you did. Do not do this often. This is so rare. This is only if you feel it was exceptionally bad. That, that Do not do this all the time. You will really piss off your managers and agents and really annoy casting directors. You'll get a reputation. Only do this when you know it's absolutely necessary because it's a role you really want. And you know you can do better. You know you can do better and you can repair this damage. And sometimes you just have a bad audition and sometimes I do and I will say, I don't want to try to fix it. Sean, have you ever done this and gotten a role? Uh... Have I done that and got... No, it's only happened to me twice, or like two or three times. And both those times were more about dam- damage control? Yeah, yeah. O- overall damage control, not just, uh, you know, am I going to get this role? I just want to m- show them that I actually can do a good job. Um, and then, uh, if not that way, just talk to your reps about how to proceed. Because they will say to you, it's not worth it. They're, they're not going to see you. I know that casting. You know, talk to your people. That's what they're there to do. If it's an independent project or something you've done um, through self-submitting, then just email them and say the same thing. This is what I, you know, I really do believe I went better. I, I could do better. Please consider having me come in. I'd be glad to do a self-tape, blah, blah, blah. And then they may or may not respond. If you can, try it, but it just shows that, you know what, I don't feel I I did my best. And sometimes, as uh, I'll talk about my stories from the set, um, well, you know what, I'll tell the story now because it sounds like I want to do the stuff. Question at the end? Yeah, question at the end, and then maybe even touch on the guy who asked for the Waterworld stuff last year. But I had two. I had one where we did that that I just explained, and another one, and this is why you can't do this often. I did the same thing, I felt horrible. They call my uh, agent called and talked to the casting. They did, it, and the feedback was, "We have no idea what you're talking about. We thought he did great." So sometimes you're you not, feel you bad, you feel awful, but you still are good. What and made you well feel that rehearsed. way, Sean? Uh, it was that time. If you listen to my uh, the kind of the health, uh, mental health episode that I, my knees were shaking so much and then it shook my kind of whole body and then my hands were shaking it looked like I had uh, you know Parkinson's I was so shaky you know and so I I wanted to go back in there but they didn't see it it felt way worse than obviously it was so they said we have no idea what you're talking about so my manager kind of read me the riot act and said, you got to calm down, you know, and that's what led me into all that stuff, the self-help stuff and the learned optimism and going yeah, to therapy because that and makes stuff like that. Kind of silly. Too. Right. And it doesn't help them. So that's only if it's bad and very rare and very sparingly also on actors access. Don't send these emails every single time and certainly do not send it. If you can't deliver a much, much better audition. If you go in there and do just as bad or worse, then that Uh reputation will follow you, yeah. So, uh, 
Here's a really, really touchy subject. Feedback. For those of you who don't know, feedback is just information about how you did from the casting office. So a lot of actors will go, hey, can you get some feedback? And I used to do this all the time because I wanted to know if they said, oh, he did a great job. You got to be careful with this one because you can't go fishing for compliments. You know, it's not about fishing for compliments and saying, just tell me, you felt really good. They said, oh, great job. And you're an actor. You can read their behavior and it seemed genuine. Let it go if it went well. You don't want to get feedback. The problem is when certain type of projects, they're just so busy and they see so many people. If they were calling and emailing people, they're setting up auditions, running auditions, and then they have to spend another chunk of time uh, sending emails to every single person saying how they did, they they wouldn't be able to to function. So my rules are these. It depends on the project. The smaller it is, the more likely you'll be able to get feedback if it's a student film or something like that. Um, but a lot of times it's usually going to be generic, like did good, but we went in a different direction. Very general. You know, mm -hmm. um, or they did great or, you know, they'll only sometimes do it if you do something crazy. Like I went in one time with a wig and I thought it was the greatest idea ever. And they said, don't tell Sean Whale never to wear a wig in any audition ever again, which was great. Um, I had I only had this one time where okay. I had gone in for something that would have been the biggest thing ever for me just massive um and i had gone and then called back and then called back and then tested right. and all of those things yeah and they reached out um to my rep and said to the after i didn't get the role and i was so confused and distraught because i just had felt like you know when you're in the room and you're yeah. like this is mine i got it and they said um we went with somebody who's african-american just yeah. let roxy know that and i was like Thank you. I'm very grateful to that. Right. They, they went in a. There's nothing I. If there's that's, literally nothing if that you can was do about what that. What the role called for, whatever it was, right. and there's nothing I could do. So that was the feedback that was helpful for me. That yeah. I was like, oh, so I was the best version of me that I possibly could be. Right. Because otherwise, you rack your brain for like, wait, what? What? What happened? Why? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I. You know, and it's very dicey when you're submitting yourself. Um, I don't think if you've submitted yourself, you really can ask for feedback. Feedback doesn't work like, tell me how I did. I agree. So I think that's just a rule of do not ask for feedback if you submitted yourself. I've only asked for feedback with projects that I really, really am dying to do. So that is another rule of mine. If you're really dying to do it and, you know, but call your agents or, uh, sparingly. Have you heard anything, you know, and if it goes a few good days, guys, and you know, the shoot date's coming, let it go, mm -hmm. <laughs> you know, mm -hmm. so uh, simple rules, commercials, you will never get feedback. They don't have time. It's too much and they won't remember you. They see hundreds. So never ask for feedback on commercials. TV, episodics, guest stars, co-stars do not. Same thing. They're moving at a, at a huge clip. They don't have time for that. Independent movies, smaller films, and maybe some feature films, depending on the relationship with the casting director, those are a little more likely because they move at a slower pace. And they don't, it's not a, like a machine, you know? It's its own kind of timeline that they're working on. Uh, but even still, 
ask for it. If you don't get it, you got to let it go. Yeah. You cannot do anything about it. They just don't have time. It doesn't mean anything. And listen, this is what the ruminating thing is all about. Don't sit there and go, oh, it must be because, and then you make up a story that you validate A, B, C, D, E, and you start spinning out of control. Again, watch the Dealing With Rejection episode or listen to. Uh, it talks about all of these things. Thank you notes. How do we feel about those? What do we, you know, when do you do them? Are they appropriate? I hear so many mixed things on this. John. This is a very mixed topic and it's not, um, there is no right answer. And again, it's one of those things that you have to feel out. This is my thoughts on it. If you're starting out in this industry and you're just meeting these casting directors for the first time, I think it's not a bad idea at all. I don't think it's bad. You're starting out. You're you don't just think it's bad to what? To write a thank you note. And put it in the mail. Put it in the mail. Handwritten, well-written. If you have horrible handwriting like myself, I always type a letter with like a cursive tech, uh, font. But not email. No, I wouldn't do any. You, I, I think a handwritten, if you're going to do it, then do it all the way and do a nice handwritten or snail mail letter. Sean, I've heard people say go as far as if you're seeing a casting director for the first time, flower, edible arrangement. Yeah, what do you think? Starbucks, Is that too much? I think that's a little too much, but I did read, I read an article about this on Backstage, and they said they, you know, after polling some casting directors, they were like, well, you know, they got me that little funny statue because I said I loved, uh, you know, SpongeBob, and they got me a little SpongeBob. Every time I look at that SpongeBob, they actually did think of that actor and go, oh, okay. So, you know, I don't uh, subscribe to that because I think then they're thinking about their desks and everything will get crowded. Starbucks gift cards, I think people do sometimes. I I won't say who because I, I don't want this person to sure. whatever, but I'm very close with a casting director who's a, a very large, successful casting director. Okay. And they told me that they think thank you notes are very nice. Yes. Any kind of gift is bribery and inappropriate. Right. And they So that, right. that it, is that person's it, line. Right. And it crosses a line, a line. because they it said, does say get, thank you, love that. But if yeah. you're if you're accepting a gift from somebody, if, if say even that's the person you wanted to call back, now you have to think: Do oh, are they wait, is that why? Or, right. So and and back the backstage article did mention that mostly casting directors do like getting thank you cards, um, and especially they liked them if you could get it on a headshot card, and you can get a headshot card. Um, from like Snapfish. So or... when you say a headshot card, you literally mean a business card that has your headshot on it. Yes. Mm-hmm. And you write a nice thank you. Uh, I went online. Roxy has taught me nuts and bolts. Shutterfly does them. Vistaprint does them. Snapfish does them. See, I'm learning. And a lot of these, especially Shutterfly, will say, guys, they'll have 25, 50% off deals right. all of the time. Look yep. for it. This should be super inexpensive for you. Right. Um... When you've worked a lot, I believe you don't because I read also that someone said you're, you know, I'm helping you by bringing in another actor that's got some chops 
and you're helping me by giving me the opportunity. It's already a done deal. They know that I'm helping them by saying, oh, we were able to bring in Sean Whalen. Right. That shows you have a little cloud anyway that you could get me to come in. Um, not that I'm not that. I'm not that actor who refuses everything, but it makes them look good that I have a, you know, IMDb credits mm-hmm. in 30 years and all, the, all that stuff. So that's kind of the way I feel if you're starting out, yes, a handwritten. What should they be like? I just talked about online with the headshot. If you want to do a small headshot card, this is what I would say. Short, not a long diatribe. Short, say thank you for the read. Say one unique thing about the audition. Maybe the line that made them laugh. Maybe a small thing you talked about when you walked in about the, say, the AC. Somebody was saying at an office building that the AC was broken. Say, you know, say thank you so much for the audition. Uh, I loved I loved making you laugh during this time, and thank you for your reading and your kindness and for the opportunity, and uh, hope that AC got working for you. That shows you're listening, that Paying you attention. care about what they're going through. Um, and obviously, always, always thank casting directors who read well and know the material and are, are, are hire an actor to read with you. So wonderful. You know, but no more than a f- like I'd say four sentences, four or five sentences tops. That's it. That's all. Stick it into the snail mail. Let it go. Quick related question, Sean. Yes, sir. I feel like in this business, a lot of times assistants are kind of the gatekeepers to a lot of this stuff. Does it right. ever make sense to mail or email or acknowledge a casting director's assistant in this way? That's an interesting question. I've never really thought about it, but I would think you could do a handwritten to the casting director and maybe an email to the assistant, but then you'd have to ask for their personal email and that might freak them out, actually. Um if you're going to do if you want to acknowledge him, I think that's fine. I would then I would just send two snail mail letters, one for the assistant and one for them. And they will appreciate it and and man, that's planting some seeds. Talk about the Danny Francesi thing where plant a seed and then throw the fruit down the street yeah. because that's a good point, Mr. Fundabulous. Where will the assistant be? Where in five will that years? assistant be in 5 years and they'll remember you. So, yeah, if you're going to do it, that would be a nice idea, especially if they were really helpful and deserving of it. Sometimes they're just so busy you don't even get to see them. They they walk out, call your name and you're done, you know, and send you back there and you don't even get to get a any kind of sense of them. So, if that's the case, I think it would be kind of odd if you didn't have any kind of interaction that was more than just down the hall to the left, you right. know, the bathroom's here, we're ready for you, you know. Um and so that's my view on thank you notes. So, Keep a log. Now, that sounds really old-fashioned, but when I started, Doug Ely from AKA Commercials, who I've had, he's been my commercial agent for 30-some years, he came to a set of mine. He said, before you go there, I want you to get a notebook. I did. He said, this is what I want you to do every uh, every, uh, audition and every booking. You want to say the name of the project, the date you went out on it, the casting director that you saw, uh, what the role was, 
And then any memorable thing that you can remember from that audition. About it, your performance? About anything. It went, you know, it went well. We talked about her house in Connecticut. We, do you know what I mean? Anything that you can remember, it was it's anything that can spur your memory. It was on the corner of Wilshire and La Brea. You know, anything that you can write down. And then you have a log of all the people. So if you go back to them, you can go back to that page. And so then when you go back in, you can say, yeah, I haven't mm -hmm. seen you since X Project, you know? Now we are blessed to have emails have that information. So I have all my auditions on emails, but that means you still have to categorize them in a way, or unless you have a search engine that works in a way. Now, Mr. Fontabulous, you'd probably know this more than me. So if I put in a casting director's name, would all emails that have that casting director's name just pop up, you think? Yes, in okay. your inbox. In your you inbox. search by address. So listen, so we're at a different time. You know, we're at a different time. Oh, that's so fun to see Doug Ely. He's a fantastic, fantastic fixture in the commercial world, and I'm hoping to get him in here. But uh, so you can keep records that way if you want to, but you still you still want to have um, some kind of indic indicator for yourself when they give it to you that you even went. You know, maybe that's just a spreadsheet or, you know, maybe some kind of log, or you could just put it in your inbox and see if it pops up just to refresh yourself. Now, the only problem with that is that the inbox will just have the initial information that may not jog your memory. It still doesn't talk about if it went well, where you were, and those personal aspects. So just make sure you should do that. I think you should do that for the first three to five years that you come out wow. here. And I, I haven't done it anymore because now I... But I, but I will say to my, I can do, I can search because I remember all these things now. Now I can search and cross-reference the stuff that I did, and then write, and then find it, and then go, oh, okay. When you've done it as long as I have, you kind of know e each other and you remember each other from just by seeing each other all the time over the years. Um, but that's the. That's a, I just think it's a really important thing just so you can reconnect with them when you go back in. So I believe in the log. <laughs> uh, so what can happen after an audition if it either – listen, you uh, one thing is the, the callback. Now a callback is they bring you back in to see you again. The pool of maybe 40 actors has gone down to maybe 15 or 10. And they want to see those people. You made the first cut, basically, if you ever try out for sports or dancing or anything like that. They bring you back in for the producers or the directors. Usually, 90% of the time, it's the same material. It's not going to change most of the time. A lot of times, they will have rewrites. A lot of times, they will have adjustments or change the scenes in some way. That's fine. Um, you can obviously adjust to those. But in general, nuts and bolts, wear the same thing you wore on the first call. The exact same thing? It, pretty much the exact same thing. Because they want to tie. It's the memory. The you, What you're doing is basically cognitive. You go, good memory, guy in a blue shirt. Guy in the blue shirt, good memory. You know what I mean? It kind of triggers it. It's it's the Pavlov's dog. 
Is a callback a good time to try something new with the character that you didn't try in the audition? No. Do go in there with what you did to get the callback, but most likely they will play with you, adjust you, change some stuff up uh, to to hone it even further. It's you know we talk about collaboration. It takes the collaboration to a more specific place. Do you usually rehearse between a first audition and a callback, Sean? I would absolutely refresh. Absolutely refresh. Try to remember what you did because a lot of times they're they can be especially with films. They can be weeks later, right. weeks later. So absolutely. And guess what? You don't have your signs for the callback. What are you going to do? You're going to get the email when they when they give you the callback. They're going to send you the material again. So calm down. You don't have it in that big hoarder pile next to your uh, mm-hmm. Chase Lounge. Wow, are you looking inside my room? I don't know. I just feel like, uh, I felt like that was a good place that a hoarder might stack mm-hmm. a bunch of auditions. I, I don't know why. I have no idea why. No one even has a chaise lounge anyway. So, uh, And then, uh, so that that's kind of the deal with that. You go back in, you meet them. It's a different room. You're going to have to do the same thing. Focus on the reader. Is that the person? But there will be one to upwards of five, six people sitting in the room. Uh, So it's more of a performance. Can be anxiety-inducing, but what you want to do is get excited, as I've said, to show more people what you can do. Right. And have uh, if you've done the work, then you should be okay. The other thing that can happen after the callback – oh, and a lot of people talk about feedback. They there's so many casting directors said the callback is the feedback. That means you did a good job. <laughs> that means you did yeah. a good job. So you don't need the feedback. Just wait and see. Did you get a callback? That's good. If you didn't, then does not mean you weren't good. Just means weren't right for you weren't right for the role. The other thing that can happen, let's say you proceed, or a lot of times when it's just casting and it goes straight to the producers, as I mentioned, it's called a pin. They'll put a pin in you or an avail. In commercials, it's called an avail. That means you've uh, you got home, you did well. They're putting you on avail. The commercial shoots next week. They say are you available that week, and they hold you for a couple of days and then let you know. Um, that means you've made to the final few people. There's a pin in you, and you're probably going to know very soon in the next couple of days. Now, here's the hard thing. You cannot keep bugging your agents after you get the pin. Do this, because I've done this before, and I had to learn. Wait, sorry, Sean, just a step back. So pin means this is the time and date that it will be if you get it. Yes. Keep this part of your schedule clear. Yes, and avail, same, same idea. It's shooting next week from Thursday to Saturday. Please keep that open you're you're definitely in the running so then if other auditions come in you're on hold then if other auditions come in then your agents and managers and yourself have to go yeah but that one shoots at the same time and then you have to talk to that casting director and say he's on our veil for this do you want to see him sometimes they'll say yes sometimes they'll say no we don't want any conflicts right so you can't keep bugging him but just do this look at the start date whatever the start date is next thursday right and you have to know that you need at least a day to do costumes, costume fittings, and things like that. We're going to talk about that in an episode called What Happens If You Book. But you need a day. So a day or two before that, if you haven't heard 
from the day or two before that, let it go. So if it's Tuesday and it's supposed to be on Thursday and you haven't heard, let uh, it go. At the, if by, if by the time Wednesday rolls around, forget it. Or Tuesday, end of business. I would say let it go. And people go, well, they're going to let me know if they let go of the pin. And my manager used to say, yep, oh, of course they will. They don't. And then what I'll do is I'll do a thing very casually, not to stress. I go, I assume it's over on this one, correct? And he'll say, yes, they said, you know, they let you go. Not, hey, am I still, you know, there's just a difference the way you say things. Um, so sometimes they'll be able to find out who got the part and why. Like you were so blessed to find out it was an African-American woman. Nothing I could do about it. Um, that's really lucky. Really lucky. Sometimes it only happened to me one time. Yeah, and I told the I think I told the Rob Reiner story in here where he said you're the best reader in here, but you don't look like the lead who you're supposed to be his brother yeah. at all. And I walked out, and there was a famous actor that was on the show Alias who looked just like Aiden Quinn, and I went, "Oh, he's going to get it." And guess what? He did. I watched a movie, and he got it because he looked like him, and I knew he was good. Mm-hmm. You know, the the guys I go out with against generally are all are, good enough. They're all good enough. We we've been in the game for a long time, so. Um, and you'll obviously going to find out when it airs or you can go on IMDb. But I only ask you to look at that only if it's useful for you. You're going to have to take it no matter what, but don't spiral. But sometimes it helped me because I would say, you know, when I was saying that I was up for the office and getting closer and closer, um, and then Rain Wilson got it. He had just come off a big star-studded kind of stint on Six Feet Under. He had active heat. He was hot at that moment. Nothing I can do about it, you know? Yeah. And again, he's excellent, you know? He's yeah, a- it always helps me when I don't get something and I look and I'm like, well, that person's really good. Yeah, if they, or they're if, really good. Or to me, yeah. it's always like, well, they have actual heat right now. Or the director's from Chicago Theater, and that guy's from Chicago Theater. Right. You know, just things like that, only if it's useful. But if you use it as, you know, my therapist used to call Googling for good and Googling for bad. Googling for good, like, oh, how can I help with this pain? Or Googling for bad is I'm going to look at this till I find that I'm dying, dying of yeah. some rare disease. Mm-hmm. Quick related note on that, Sean, yes, sir. just because I know we have a lot of newer, kind of greener actors listening. Mm-hmm. Wouldn't you say it's true as someone who's done theater and film that particularly with on-screen acting, a lot of times it comes down to look and feel, whereas you can bend yeah. the rules a little more with stage, right? Yes, yes. I would absolutely say that my acting teacher, and I think I mentioned on the show, said this is a picture that they're painting. And you have to fit the visual feel. And it's not just about how good of an actor are. The color blue is just as good as the color red. They're both great colors. I'm just choosing the blue. I just think red. that's that's a good thing to note for listening actors who are considering this career because it can be a frustrating component of this business specifically as so much of this is out of your control and actually does have to do very little with talent because yeah. a lot of people are talented. So it's just something that yeah. you need to know before you enter this career. But again, you must have that talent. You know, you Absolutely. have to have that Absolutely. work done. It's yes. just, like I said, if every cereal box cried when you walked down the aisle and didn't pick them, that's what it would, you know. It would be a very creepy... Soggy Cheerios. It would be a very creepy grocery store. Yeah. A lot of sobbing cereal boxes. Um, Or a funny one, depending on your perspective. Mm. So, and here's the other thing that can happen. You don't hear a thing. You're done. Let it go. Let it go and be done with it. That's it. 
you get of course you get more excited if you get a callback of course you get more excited if you get pinned you know it energizes you more but then you just have to relax and let it go so I told you kind of my stories from the set this week for those two different auditions and how they were handled. Um, and I am very curious about the question. Okay. On your brief thoughts on this, Sean. Yes. We had a question from Dav Tolas, uh, who said, I write music and movies and TV shows, but not exactly living in the city where there's opportunity pr- to pursue that. What should I do? To me, the number one thing is to reach out to local, maybe uh, theater schools, um, film schools, theater schools, and connect with someone there because a lot of times those are networks that reach out. So, for example, say you lived in Memphis and you didn't know where to turn, said, hey, I want to write this thing. My friend Forrest Pruitt, as I've mentioned many times, he he's a, has an acting school in Memphis, and he... You go to him, he might say, hey, Sean, I read this, and this is actually pretty good because he knows me because I go teach there. So a lot of these small-town teachers have connections to other people in the business. So that is a way, I think, go search out those people first and reach out to them. And listen, get to be friendly with people on Facebook and social media. Not stalkery, but genuinely supportive, kind, whatever. And then I've had people do this to me who message me and say, hey, I wrote this thing. Can you look at it? Sometimes I have the time. Sometimes I don't. You know, a lot of times I don't. But, uh, you know, that's another way to meet people and to see. And then, you know, you can call around to agents and go on um and literary agents and things like that on websites in the cities. So it's really just use your own resources. The world's getting smaller, guys. So theater schools, film schools, so many of those professors will know other people. Right. And it, they may or may not have the time to help you, but, you know, that that's my advice. Great. Yeah. So Thanks for the question. Yeah, thank you very much. So that's how I think you should handle after auditions. That's my experience. That's the way it works best. Where do we find you, Roxy? Everywhere at Roxy Stryer. Mr. Fantabulous. You guys can find me everywhere at Jeffrey C. Graham. Sean Whalen Peeps on Facebook. It's a fun group. Join it. And mm. at that guy SMW on Instagram and Twitter. As always, thank you for letting me be part of your journey. <laughs>